0: How are you?
1: Still here. All How right. are you?
0: <laughs> good. We're doing good. We're doing good. good. Who, who was uh, your companion there that just hopped up on the couch?
1: Oh, that's, my, that's Cassie.
0: Hey, Cassie.
1: Look at that. Hey. <laughs>
0: Cassie is well behaved.
1: Good dog? Oh, yeah. She's great. She's wonderful. Nice. She's a very docile uh, creature.
0: Wonderful! How long have you had her for?
1: Mm, three. She's three. You're oh, three, wow. right? <laughs> You're three years old. You're an old dame. <laughs> that so must have
0: been a blessing, especially the past couple of years, because I know a lot of people started getting dogs.
1: Uh, yeah, but she um, – I split her between my partner and um, – it's 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 all good everybody gets a little piece of and okay. she's got cool. she's got a lot of people who love her so that's nice oh,
0: that's you know? amazing that's great that is so yeah. good that's so good well julie <coughs> excuse me thank you so much no, for don't sweat for for joining us i really appreciate it
1: um thanks for the invitation yeah if i have to, the only thing i ha- might have yeah. to do is get up and, and make sure food is not burning
0: that is cool that's cool
1: Around this time, that's that's what happened.
0: That's what happens. What are you What are you cooking?
1: Uh, we're having uh, salad, so that's not going to burn. That's not burning. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're having little um, salmon burgers.
2: Oh, nice. yeah. Nice, some salmon here tonight too. Okay. Oh,
1: see? There, you see, there you go.
0: go. We're, we're doing meatless Monday on a Wednesday. Uh. <laughs> Hi. The following podcast is brought to you by Radical Road Brewery the best craft beer in the heart of Leslieville. Find him at 1177 Queen Street East. That's
1: Radical Road Brewery. Good evening. I'm Julian Taylor. I hope that it's evening where you are. If it's not, good morning, good afternoon, whatever the Jim Carrey show, what is that? The Truman Show says? Yes. I can't remember. But anyway, uh, I'm a Toronto-based musician. I've been uh, living here for most of my life. I've spent a lot of time in some other places like Maple Ridge. Uh, where my grandfather and grandmother were situated and i spent a lot of time there i've spent some time in Ganawage. i've spent some time in new york city and uh i've spent some time in Fenland falls and the idea of what i do is i try to do exactly what i'm meant to and what i mean by that is that it's been a calling all my life i've heard melodies in my head and uh that's all i've been trying to chase this is welcome to the music
3: All right. Yes. Perfect. <laughs>
2: <laughs> welcome. 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 That's that was that was a great intro. I, I I can honestly say it's one of the most we've we've had people go on for a long period of time, just about everything that they've done and that we were going to talk to them about anyway. But that was great. That was great oh. in depth and in great no but a great in-depth uh, interview. So thank thanks for joining us tonight. Really intro, appreciate
1: yeah. it. Julian, I, I really do appreciate it. Yes, Kareem.
0: Fantastic
1: album. Oh, I appreciate that. That's really, very kind of really
0: you. enjoyed it. Uh, thanks for you probably do this for everyone, but I, I I'm just going to pretend you just did it for me. Where you you write a nice, uh, a nice handwritten note.
1: I do do yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that.
1: And you're very uh, welcome. I, you're the only person that I've done it for.
0: That's what I. That's what go I thought. Go. That's go. what. I, that's go. what I believed. Go. That's what I believe, <laughs> um, and I'll be—I'll—I'll I'll, I'll be honest with you. I had never heard of your music. I had heard of you first through my cousin-in-law, um, Greg Nesbitt. Greg Nesbitt.
1: Oh yes, I yeah. know who he is.
0: Yeah, he I, like years ago. He said you need to have Julian Taylor on. Um, and so when I first played that, I see your face. I put the music in, and I go. That's not the voice that I was expecting. I said that is just. It just took me away. It was. It was surprising, but it was delightful, uh, and so I. I, I really enjoyed uh, this album. So thank you for making it.
1: Was it? Was it this particular record that you heard?
0: It was this particular record. I don't know what I was expecting, mm-hmm. um, but as soon as it started, I go, "Whoa!" And it reminded me. Oh my goodness! He's playing at the William Prince. It reminded me of William Prince.
3: Oh, I uh, love William. He's
1: so fantastic.
0: Yeah. when I when I first uh, I didn't know who he was. I was at a a benefit concert, and he came up, and his voice just took me away.
1: Yeah, William does that to you for sure. Yeah, I mean, his stories. He's very con- he's very consistent. His stories are absolutely brilliant, and uh, his voice is that deep sort of alto baritone that just. And it, it resonates in, in such a vibrant way that it, it, it does really take you back. I saw him; I think the first time I ever saw William Prince was at um, the Shelter Valley Music Festival, which is in Grafton. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, my partner at the time and I went up there to spend the night, and actually the weekend, because I had been asked to um, introduce to all the artists. I wasn't uh, actually playing; mm-hmm. I was just an MC. And, uh, gosh, maybe that's four years ago. Who knows?
0: Um,
1: but I remember, uh, seeing him that night, uh, the first night of that festival. We also watched, uh, Samantha Martin was there, I think. Um, Amelia Curran was there. It was a really great, uh, weekend of music digging roots was there and we hung out with everybody by the fireplace. It's just one of those folk, uh, festival moments. And, And that was the last year of, uh, the, uh, the Shelter Valley Music Festival, um, yeah. which was unfortunate because they had run for almost two decades, and uh, one of the things I do remember the most about that particular evening was um, it got so cold. It was early September when, and the daytime was really warm, and it got so cold. And my 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 girlfriend and I at the time we weren't really into like you know. Squeezing and cuddling at night, but we we needed to in the same <laughs> sleeping bag at that particular time because there was absolutely no way that we were going to get through the night without freezing to death if we didn't Unless. sleep in the same bag. Oh you my know, goodness! So it was a good wow. time. What Great memories.
0: <laughs> hopeless romantic, Julian Taylor. Ah,
1: hopeless. Completely <laughs> hopeless. Just
0: hopeless. <laughs>
1: yeah, just completely hopeless. That's
0: wow. Funny. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, that I like to do um, is, is, you know, prior to to, to speaking with a guest is you, you're doing some research and trying to find out about the artist. And, you know, uh, Greg introduced me to this paper. Greg lives in the you don't live in the West End, Greg. But he no, subscribes I to the West End Phoenix.
2: But Bedini, Bedini yeah. bugged me and finally said, "Dude, I don't care if you live in the East End. You got to subscribe." All right. he yeah. <laughs> <And so, laughs>
1: did that to me too. There you <laughs> go.
0: <laughs> and and Greg and Greg forced me. He didn't force me, but he said, "You need to. It's really good." So, anyways, I, I subscribe to it now. Um, mm-hmm. And and you're a contributor. You you write comics.
1: I write the comics. I don't draw yeah, the comics, though. So. Yeah, but um, it's like it's your story. Yeah, I was asked to do that. Yeah, I'd never really done that before, and um, Dave Bedini asked me to do it once. Yeah, um, around halfway through the ridge had come out, and I, I wrote one episode. And August um, uh, Tilson was the uh, the artist at the time, and it worked out. And so Dave asked me to do uh, six more uh, episodes. Okay, I've almost completed. The uh, six, some of them I'm extremely proud of and the others I'm just sort of proud of, Okay, you know? but I'm very proud to be part of the West End Phoenix. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to, to churn out. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely a, uh, an a practice in, in discipline and, and, and artistry to be able to churn out something um, every couple months and, and have it to be relevant, interesting and, and, mm-hmm really pull people in i don't know if anybody's able to do that on a daily basis so it's a bit of you know same thing with music i I get a little bit more time to um stretch and warm up before i have to actually put something out again but it's been interesting it's been a great experience for sure
2: yeah do you find it's the same process as writing music or is it like is it
1: no it's not process no definitely foreign still is i mean Mm -hmm. writing music is kind of foreign to me too so oh. um but uh i would have to say that writing um an editorial is far more difficult for me than coming up with a melody i mean lyrics are really hard for me too i, I don't come up uh. with them very easily I, I don't understand um what i'm doing or how i'm doing it i'm just trying to do it
3: mm-hmm. in the process interesting of, uh, yeah I, I
1: wanted to th- you
0: know i'm thanking you for this whole episode this is the thank you, thank you, Julian Taylor episode, but <laughs> but the comics helped me, and so I I came across because I, I I started reading it, I came across volume three first, um, volume one I don't and remember two. Which one that is? Volume three is stones. You're collecting stones, and maybe I think oh you've yeah, given it a,
1: that's a good one. I'm yeah. proud of that one.
0: Yeah. And so I'm reading it, and I said. I can't tell if this is biographical or not. And so I said, oh, this is volume three. I went through my collection. I didn't have volume one or two. So I went online and I found volumes one and two. And mm-hmm. I said, no, this is biographical.
1: Um, yeah. What else would it be? I don't know. I, I
0: don't know. I don't know what it would be. You know, Spider-Man is not auto- autobiographical.
1: Oh, right. Okay. You know what okay. I'm
0: saying? Like, I didn't know um, what, what it was. So it was. So I wanted to ask you. Um, so I'm not a musician, but I remember three or four years ago going to New York. I had heard of the Apollo. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I I I believed it was important to the city and to music. But I really had no idea, but I felt as soon as I walked in that building, I could feel like there was something in there. It felt it felt heavy that I could feel the history in there. Um, I wanted to ask you, you know, your, your mom took you there when you were visiting family. Um, mm-hmm. she wanted you to play in fact, but tell me about the the feeling of, of going into that building yourself as a musician now.
1: I mean, the ghost of Dinah Washington lives there. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. It's massive. It's, uh, it's just like, I've never actually set foot in the, in the Ryman and North Nashville, but mm-hmm. for soul music, um, and rhythm and blues. And even comedy for that matter um the apollo is is a stepping stone and a, and a rite of passage um billy armstrong played there billy holly billy Holiday played there mm-hmm. um we're talking about people whose recordings have um completely changed everything
3: mm-hmm.
1: um aretha franklin the ghost of aretha franklin lives there and and you know, people ask me all the time, what are your favorite songs of all time? And I say, well, I know what the, the mo- some of the most important songs of all time are. Mm. I have yeah. my favorite, and they're they're constantly changing. But when you look at an artist like Aretha Franklin, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Um, in 1967, when the civil rights movement was going on in the United States, and, you know, resounding rever- rever- reverberations were happening across the world, in walks uh, a, a black woman, Who's not you know doesn't look like a, a black Barbie or anything like that, for lack of a better term, but uh, is yelling at the top of her young lungs, respect, and it goes number one. If mm-hmm. you don't think that had a hell of a lot to do with the changing of the guard and 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 people's idea of things, I don't know what else does.
0: Wow. Um. I want to pick up another story here. So I'm looking at volume two. Um, well, let me ask you this. So as I'm doing the research, I come across your band, Staggered Crossing.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I do some reading. Uh, it did fairly well uh, in terms of radio play at rock stations
3: mm-hmm. um,
0: across the country. My understanding. Um, I listened to that. Uh, that I can I, I have to apologize. I can't remember that, that, that one song, uh, not the one song, but. There was there was one we song that few.
1: did well. Sorry. Uh, further again, further again would have been the big hit at the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then I remember this album. Um, punk was it was punk. Is that fair to say was punk your first love, or or was it was it hip hop and rap? Because I know you, you spoke about that as well earlier.
1: <laughs> well, what's the difference, man? You know, oh, there's no difference. I had a love for music from a very young age. And um, I'm one of those people who uh, I don't really care about what it sounds like, to be honest. I mean, I do, because that's what connects with me first. But uh, the meaning behind things uh, really resonate with me. And I guess I should take that back a little bit and retract, because the sound is, is, is part of the meaning. Like, I like to think about the reverberation and uh, of, uh, and and the way that it hits your body and your ears and, and your mind so melody harmony rhythm all really count in my book and so does the message and, that, and that's that could be the lyrics i mean in instrumental music there's still a message you know mm-hmm. and it's still speaking to you um i've never sat back and gone like i'm a punk fan because you know what i am i've never gone back and thought, oh, wow, well, I'm, a, I'm a folk music fan, because I am. I've never gone, I'm a funk music fan. I am. I'm a rock and roll fan. Like, I'll, literally, my record collection's here. If I, if, I, you know what, I should just grab three records and see what they are randomly. I'll grab a pile, because I yeah, do have yeah. to check on the salmon anyway. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so I'll important. grab a pile and see what happens. All right. Here we go. Here we go. We'll see what happens. Checking on the fish here. <laughs> It's important stuff.
0: The fish, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. We don't want to burn it. We don't, don't want everybody to to feel left out.
0: Music music they say is food for the soul and uh sandwiches. It's actually
1: is food for the soul.
0: Food for the belly.
1: Yeah. yeah, okay. Let's see what we got. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is just for my record collection though. Okay, yeah. This is not this is not the uh So most of these are probably a little bit older actually. Um, but not all of them. I've got this here too, because this is what I was listening to. I was listening to War on Drugs before you called.
3: All right. Uh,
1: we've got Manassas. Stephen Stills and Manassas there.
0: Stephen Stills.
1: Oh, look at that. Harry Nielsen.
0: All right.
1: Yukon Blonde. Yes. The first edition. Alright. That's Kenny Rogers. Is, Kenny yeah. Rogers. Wow.
0: Dire straits. Yeah. One of the This is just me just this is just, this me is just pulling out. This yeah. is not alphabetical order. This is nothing. UB40. All right. Labor yeah. of Love. Okay. Classic. I can't this tell is who the, the,
1: the first band will go. Hmm. Okay. Very strange stuff. <laughs> and the monkeys. The Monkees. And the, people say we're monkeying around.
0: Yeah, we're too busy. And so, yeah, you're
1: right. I mean, it's just it's just
2: a, a, a whole mix. It's an eclectic mix, right? Like it's it's yeah, everything. That's, it's from one.
1: It's yeah. everything. That's just from pulling out like a, a thing yeah. from my record collection. But if I did that with my CD collection, it'd probably be a little different too. Yeah, I still sure. have CDs. It's, I'll do it with CDs. Here we go, random check. Right. <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> Here we go. Random selection. Just grabbing them. The Beatles.
0: All right. You would think the Beatles would be on vinyl, but that's good. CD. <laughs> yeah,
1: they are. I do have them. I have this on vinyl and I have that on vinyl, but you never know. True. Yeah. Whatever you Depeche come up with. Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode. All right. D'Angelo. All right. The Hip. All right. Jimmy Cliff. Yeah. Wow. Tribe Called Quest, yeah, Outcast. and Led Zeppelin. Everybody's collections like that, no?
3: Sure, can you say a little bit.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm no special. I just like it. Go for it. I, I, I
0: have it. my kind of. I have my kind of organized.
2: It's funny because all I can think of when you pulled those out and started going through them, honestly, nothing to do with me. All I can think of is my wife because if I, she's she's a librarian, so if. Stuff doesn't go back in alphabetical order. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, there's hell to pay. Oh, there's hell to pay.
1: I tried that, go. and then people come to my house, and they never put it back the same way. Sergeant uh, Peppers. Wings. Nice. So, similar. <laughs> Just Joseph
0: to, and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat.
1: I don't have that one.
0: So, So, I have a story. So, when it opened in Toronto... Uh, Donny Osmond was Joseph. Mm-hmm. My sister was at a school called J.B. Tyrrell in Scarborough. And if you remember the musical, uh, when it first came out here in Toronto, um, school choirs uh, were part of the, the performance. I, I just remember the beginning uh, because the school choir was there. They sang and my sister would come out and she kind of moved a chair, I think, that Maybe the narrator or Donnie sat in. I can't remember. At the end of the show, we're all at the back of the theater waiting for my sister to come out. Um, We just happened to have a family reunion at the same time. So there's 30 of us. Just our family waiting, plus everyone else. Donnie Osmond comes out. Everyone's taking photos of him. My dad takes his camera, gives it to Donnie Osmond, and said, can you take a picture of my daughter and I?
1: The the best. And what did Donnie do? He
0: did. He took the phone. He took the camera. He took a photo of my dad and my sister. Was the best. Oh, my goodness. Nirvana.
1: Oh, I love that one.
0: Yeah, this is a fun album. And uh, I remember when I got this on CD from, uh, what was that? You pay a penny or a dollar and you got like 10 CDs.
1: Columbia Record House or whatever. Columbia Record House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember
0: that. I bl—I think it was CD or was it a cassette. I blasted it. My dad came in my room and said, turn the music down. And it's not even a loud album, but this was it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Human <laughs> <in> the News. <laughs> oh, I,
0: well. I turned it loud because I thought my dad would like the music.
1: It, he you know, does now, doesn't he?
0: He probably does. He probably does. But I've also got some of my dad's records in the back here as well. But uh, yeah, thanks for couple, sharing. A couple, couple episodes,
2: a couple episodes ago, this guy, this guy pulls out uh, Roger Whitaker, and I'm
1: just like, dude, come on,
0: <laughs>
1: Roger Whitaker, like, and then these are all my dads. Na- all the Nat King Cole. Oh yeah, I mean, my dad is a huge Nat King Cole fan.
3: Yeah, and you, you know,
1: frankly, him. Nat and Cole is such an incredible singer, but maybe even better at playing the piano. Like he's just oh, yeah. a phenomenal talent.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I so love what, what,
1: listening to Nat King Cole on the on the piano. Like, it's great. Yeah. such a great. Well, looks like someone's getting Amazon here at the house.
3: Was was,
0: <laughs> was there a a song or music that first turned you on, Julian?
1: Oh, like like for real reels? Yeah, you're gonna laugh, but I think it was Pyt by Michael Jackson. I just heard that song like last week. I, I heard just, that song I years. was just like, "Oh my god, what is that?" P Y T pretty thing. It just like all of a sudden from the get-go, yeah. you're in. You know, I've I've since um lost a little bit or a lot of bit of love for for Michael just as sure. as a person. Yeah, yeah. Um but uh th- those those records uh, off the wall and and thriller are an exercise in, in musicology for sure.
0: Absolutely. What about was there uh, was there a moment? I don't know if it was an artist or an album or a song or maybe a moment. Maybe it was watching uh, performances at the Apollo, where in your head or in your heart you said, "This is what I want to do."
1: Um. It certainly wasn't watching artists at the Apollo because they were getting booed off and kicked off and (laughs) yanked by a cane and stuff. I thought maybe that's not really what I want to do at all. I don't want
0: to do that.
1: Um, I saw. I did see the uh, the Jackson Victory Tour, and that was really quite astonishing. Um, Harry Belafonte talks about. Actually, no. You know who does talk about this? I got it mixed up, but at that concert there was a moment when i was a child and the performance began and 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 the lead performer at the time was mj of course and he came out and there was just a spotlight on him Mm -hmm. and i remember it vividly uh he didn't move the spotlight was just on this sort of silhouette it was dark it was an exhibition stadium at the time and um just one low spotlight on this, this, this man in front of, I don't know how many people, 25,000 people and five minutes went by and he did nothing. All of a sudden he goes like this and the entire stadium erupted. No music, nothing, just sort of like a low hum. He goes like this one, and then stands there for another five minutes everybody's going crazy. <laughs> but you know what's so interesting? I I watched a, a documentary on uh, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, and Leonard uh, Spock, and uh, for the love of Spock, his son uh, did this documentary uh, on, on Leonard on on his father. And it goes back to show me that you know, like for example, even um, the moonwalk per se uh, was a, a Cab Calloway move that was done forward i mean my grandfather used to dance forward in that sort of way and 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 the only thing was that it was reversed but harry belafonte was one of the first performers to ever um do so little that the audience reacted so much like the, the the band would be churning and churning and churning and harry belafonte would just stop and the band would stop they're playing like they're you know they're playing calypso yeah. music. It's moving it's moving, it's going, it's going. And you just stop. And then boom, bang again. And every the audience would go, what the? And go, go, go. And, and that sort of frenzy would start to happen. And so those kind of moments were like, okay, the the, the smallest things. And and so Spock actually, uh, Leonard Nimoy tried to use the, that same philosophy within his own work, like the subtle movements in his face. Um, you know, the, 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 his ear or his eyebrow going up, just really small moments where, you know, it's something that you absolutely notice because nothing else is going on. I mean, Steve Martin, the comedian also talked about his career and how when he was going through the club scene, uh, one of the most interesting things was when the, when the audience got louder, he didn't, he'd start to whisper into the mic. Oh wow. And then the audience would react. Mm-hmm. And and so that sort of juxtaposition and that yeah. sort of trying to understand the audience and the crowd. And it's not manipulation. I guess it is in a little in some sort of a way, but um I find that very interesting. And so I guess to answer your question, there's really no moment or performance or artist that really made me feel that way. It just happens to be the study of all of that that has oh. always made me really move towards. Trying to figure it out, I, you know, I just, I just want to figure it out, and I know that I never will, and that's such an mm. amazing thing to chase. Thank God, that's Strive. the main drug that I'm after. You know,
0: the journey, yeah,
2: that's amazing for sure. That's amazing. um I know we asked you if it would be possible for you to play us a, a song tonight. Um, are you able to share a song yeah, with I, us I, and I, yeah, can you tell sure. us the story it's, behind it?
1: Yes, yeah, I can do that. Sure, awesome. great, love it. <laughs> I don't know how the sound's going to go, it's, uh, but we'll see. Got to check on that fish again, you know?
0: How's it coming along?
1: No idea. I haven't checked yet.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm teasing. It's coming along just fine.
0: Nice.
1: All right, Cassie. She may stay. She may go. You never know. Thank girl. Right How does uh, so Cassie
0: great. like your music?
1: Uh, it depends, really. She <laughs> seems to be staying. She <laughs> seems to be staying. Are you going to stay? I'm going to do a song called Be With You. Okay. Because I like it.
0: Sounds good. This song
1: is a song that uh, I wrote when I was at Camp Uchigayas. Years ago, I did a, a couple of workshops there with the kids. Uh, the kids there at that camp, a lot of them are terminally ill. Uh-huh. And um, it was such a crazy moment in my life to see children, uh, you know, specifically who were told that they may not live very long to have such a zest and excitement for a living. And so, I wrote the song. It didn't take long. I, I left the first session I ever did there and, and walked through the forest with my dog at the time, Farley. And wrote this tune. So.
0: Awesome. Love
1: it. it is on the ridge. I'm working on new music and I hope that it turns out okay. But uh, this one I know how to play.
0: All right.
3: Woke up just the other day. Noticed you were gone. Wasn't sure just what to do. So I wrote down this song We both know this is crazy so Tell me something new All I want to do is be with you is be with you Nothing seems to be going right. And that's alright with me. Sure, we've all had our battles. It works out eventually. We both know this is crazy. So tell me what to do. All I want to do is be with you Growing up And falling down Trying to pick yourself up off the ground You tried so hard You gave it all Nothing in the world could have broken your fall. We both know this is crazy. Tell me what to do. All I want to do is be with you. Growing up and falling down, Trying to pick yourself up off the ground. You tried so hard. You gave it all. Nothing in the world could have broken your fall. We both know this is crazy. So tell me what to do. All I want to do is be with you, be with you All
0: right, love Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Thank yeah, you. Thank, thank you. you.
0: That was really good. Yeah, we're like we have a we have a segment, Julian, called "Lost Venues,"
3: mm-hmm. and so
0: you know we 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 take a, a, a mini dive or a deep dive, if you will, into a venue you've played in before. Maybe you've got a funny story or a a weird thing happened there. But the the thing in common about these lost venues is that. Is that they don't exist anymore so i'm curious if you have
1: a that would be uh very common yes yeah what uh, uh i've got a few i don't know I, I can't really think of one in particular story that i uh would gravitate to but um there used to be a place around the corner from me here in the east end called relish and a lot of friends and i uh from this hood uh, and and all over the place would end up there on the Sunday night sort of jam. I I love, I love jams and that's how I got Mm -hmm. into things in the first place. Um, I guess the reality is, is the open stages and jams that I sort of got my start at are lost venues. Uh, There used to be Broadway Bobs. That's when I came home from uh, my stay uh, in New York at the the Apollo. And I actually got up with wild tea and the spirit and his band and sang um, sitting on the dock of the Bay there. I, I was 16 at that time. And then open stages and open jams would become sort of my, my home for a long time. It used to be a little place on a Young Street called Kokomo. It was a tiny little place, no bigger than my living room here. And uh, Ursula and John were the two that ran that open stage. It was the first sort of acoustic duo. And uh, so many people I knew uh, through those times and so many of these people are actually um not with us which is unfortunate but mm. uh i learned a lot from these people like um adrian tex chainsaw he was a huge um steve earl fan he used to get up and do copperhead road all the time we used to have a lot of fun and um skip pickering he had this great song i wonder what happened to skip i'm not sure um uh, barry ridley was another guy younger uh not younger not younger He was just short really tiny dude i ended up living with him actually for a while me and jeremy from Steger crossing housed him for a bit and he was our roommate i never seen a dude smoke so much in my life it was horrible but anyway he used to get up and sing 18 and he put on this mask he was doing alice cooper stuff and the open stage of relish you know a lot of old funny faces gary 17 is a, a character that i remember He used to wear an all white jumpsuit with like, you know, he kind of was like Ace Ventura, but for music journalism. Uh, Somebody should make a movie about Gary 17. Um, Maybe I'll write a story, but I I don't know if I can remember enough of the stuff because we always got into so much trouble and to so much mischief. Mm -hmm. Um, Venues that are gone like, oh, wow. So many. Mm -hmm. Hmm
2: it's funny you mentioned about uh wild tea and i remember and and jam sessions and i remember jamming with tony at I'm trying to remember the bars on the danforth south side burnt down uh between like coxwell and woodbine I'm trying to remember what the name anyway and uh was like,
1: that crossroads or no uh,
2: the it crossroads, it's on the south side. In
1: oh, then no, it's a, not crossroads, a fire. crossroads it's, where, it's where the
2: firkin is now, where the new oh, tower is. Oh, I the remember, firkin. yeah, 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 whatever that bar was. I and remember, was like, you... sorry, yeah, no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say we were there with like Tony and I think um Darren Smith from Harem Scare, and a whole bunch of us just having a
1: was John a Long there too, possibly. I'm not sure because there was remember. a building on the Danforth, and I remember going to the open stage, it's no longer there, but. It didn't close. It, it crumbled to the ground. Do you remember oh, wow. that? Yeah. Was that... Um, and my friend had just had a baby, and the girl that... Maybe that's uh, it was it ...was the mother of the child was living in the building when the building oh. actually crumbled to the ground. The child uh, is now, I think, 13 years old, 13, 14 years old, but at the time... Um, it was, it was near that where the, uh, Petro Canada gas station with mm, the Kia dealership mm. and stuff is, do you know what I'm talking about?
3: Yeah, That's one venue.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a story. That's crazy. Cause the, the, yeah. the, the structural, um, part of the, like it wasn't st- structurally sound. So uh, they lived on the, they lived on the third floor. I remember going to meet Ben for the first time and maybe like two weeks later, cause I remember sitting on the drums and John Long was there and, and, well, all those cats there, there was a patio on the, on the side of it. Right. Does that ring a bell, Greg? I, I don't,
2: I don't, I don't remember only because we were, we, we got in late at night. So I just sort of loaded through the mm. front and jammed. And,
1: right. Yeah. No, there I, was one yeah. building on the Danforth that literally crumbled. Like, yeah. and it was on the news. I remember it. Yeah. And, and my friend and his, uh, the, the woman who, uh, the, the mother of his child and the child and the mother were in the building when it crumbled and they all lived, not a scratch on. wow it. okay
2: all right yeah and it could be the same I, I, for some reason in my head i had a fire but it very well could be the same place and that's what happened yeah anyway yeah so you, you mentioning about tony just reminded me of that i hadn't thought about that memory in a very long time so thank you for wow, yeah
1: <laughs> sparking that well, there you me. go <laughs> yeah. there's a venue that's lost like yeah for sure
2: yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I know I know we're 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 coming up to the end. I know you've got to get going. So one of the questions I like to ask our guests before we finish off is um, mm-hmm. what what's in your earbuds lately? What are you listening? to, Whether it's earbuds or speakers, but what do you, what are you listening to lately that people should be checking out? And I know we went through a whole variety. Oh of- <laughs> wow!
1: I listen to so much stuff. I mean, like yeah. I can't even believe it. Like I, I have my own uh, radio show yeah. that I do on on Sundays. Yeah. And I'm always trolling through things that uh, I think are are cool. Um, so I do. Mm-hmm. Who am I listening to right now? Wow, it's so hard because I listen to everything all the time, and I never remember who it is. Um, Anything new that
2: you've been listening to? That any new artist? Yeah, that's, a, that, out?
1: that's the trick. I'm I'm mm. thinking because yes, there is. I mean, I'd have to I'd have to look on my phone. I don't even know where it is. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Because there's so much, there's so much going on all the time. Oh, here it is. It's right here. I can tell you. I've um, some stuff that's really tweaked my interest uh, as of late. Let's think here. So, Mob Bounce is a great hip hop group. Black Eagle, uh, Black Belt Eagle Scout, also cool. Uh, Kaya Cater. Very cool, Arlo Parks is super cool. I was listening to who was I listening to the other day? Um, it was super super rad. I can't. His name was Aaron something, and he did a cover of uh, my 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 something as a telephone. Um, what was it? So groovy. Um, I'll find it. But there's yeah, I mean like I, I and I still listen to the old stuff too, like I um I can't help it because it's it's all just too fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what was I listening to recently? Played? Let's find out. I was listening to Sky Wallace earlier. Yeah. My daughter was listening to Fifth Harmony apparently because that's on my recent played (laughs) oh that's not yours julian no no but i i can dig it man that's cool um was listening to joel that's not me either uh aaron fraser was cool he does a song uh cover of my god has a telephone which is really cool um yeah some great stuff but yeah and then there's black pink it's also that's me for sure just kidding
3: my daughter (laughs) 100%
1: Uh, Mountain Brews is cool Bob I've lost Lovos they got a new record out Um, Anderson Pack yeah Sergio Simpson Climax Blues Band all great stuff you know
0: what does your daughter think of Julian
1: Taylor she used to think I was cool man she used to so she must be a teenager she's going that way (laughs) yeah She'll, uh, she'll she's 10, she'll be 11, and then I'll get less cool as, as the days go on, but uh, hopefully I get cool again.
3: Yeah, I think... I, I was think
1: really cool at one point.
0: Yeah, I think when the kids turn, what is it, Greg, 20?
3: You, they you start, start,
2: yeah, start getting cool again? It, it's funny, we were actually out with my son at uh, Danforth, oh, not the Danforth, sorry, at had um, Elmo last night to see Shad with Cream, myself, my son, and oh, a nice. bunch of his buddies, and it was, yeah, it's it's, I mean, it's it's fun now. My, my, my kids grew up going to live shows with me. So it's, it's great now that they're older and we can hang out at the Elmo and just have,
1: have That's cool. Time. That's amazing. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. for that. Yeah yeah. 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 My
0: son is 16 and does not think I'm cool at all. <laughs> so,
1: you know what? It's okay. It's cool. It's four, cool not to be cool, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think four or five more years that it's, then I think we're back once he leaves <laughs> university. I think once he graduates,
1: Well, you know what? My daughter did say something to me yesterday. It was really cute. Um, Ever since she was born, I've been singing her, you know, to bed and I've always Mm -hmm. sung her the same song. And it's not like your standard lullaby, but it's from the Three Amigos. It was written um, by Randy Newman, um, Blue Shadows. Do you know the song? Blue Shadows on Mm -hmm. the Trail. Mm -hmm. I've been singing that to her since she was a baby. And they're doing uh, a project on songs and music uh, and in school. And she told me yesterday, I'm like, what, what, what song are you doing? And she's like, I'm doing blue Shadows."
0: Oh, that's amazing. Nice. Yeah. That so still still cool. There's still some yeah, still yeah. cool there. There's still some cool. Yeah. Whether she wants yeah. to admit it or not. Um, Julian, you're, you're about to head off on the road. Is that right?
1: Again? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where, where are you playing? I'm playing
1: in Edmonton, Regina, and Swift Current, so it's going to be cold. I'm I'm trying to pack right now, and I I was in LA two weeks ago, and it's a different kind of pack this time.
0: It's a different, yes, (laughs) a little bit more heavier with with, with the clothes. Julian, uh, thank you so much for Mm -hmm. your time. Um, I've got like a dozen more questions I want to ask you, um, but I will say that for another day. Hopefully when uh, I, I guess things are open, but, you know, once they're open and people are more comfortable, we do our show. We used to do our show live uh, oh, cool. at, at Radical Road on Queen.
1: Um, I don't know if I know it.
0: Where is it? Queen and where, uh, Greg? Queen and Logan,
2: right? where Logan and T's at Queen right there.
1: Oh, yeah. I know where it is then.
2: Yeah, Logan.
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, once we get back is. in there yeah, or, or if we find listen. ourselves in another venue, uh, we'd love to have you in uh and uh and chat live sounds good man yeah awesome julian taylor thank you so much really appreciate all the best with uh with this tour out west and uh uh, all the best with uh, with all the music this year
1: and all the best with you and family and stay safe and sound and uh, keep on keeping on man